This is Laughs and Littles, a conversation about friendship and faith in the midst of motherhood. Life with Littles is better when we do it together. So grab a load of laundry and join us for some laughs. So Clara just hates wearing underwear. (laughs) She just like really wants to go commando and just like feel free all the time. (laughs) But this is also something actually she lies about a lot too. Like she'll go into the bathroom and come out and randomly be like, announce and also, I put my underwear back on. <laughs> well, now that you said that. <laughs> now we know you didn't. <laughs> we know you didn't. She's like, but you don't have to check. <laughs> She'll also be like wearing a dress and start bouncing and we'll just like randomly see her butt. <laughs> anyway, it's like a constant conversation in our household, the necessity of underwear. <laughs> but the other night, I was like, I told her, I was like, you can permanently wear no underwear at night just like trying to give her a win and I explained I was like it's more sanitary and necessary for the day and I was like it's like your vagina gets the chance to breathe at night and it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> this is my first mistake <laughs> and then she loved that and she goes yeah it's like during the day my vagina also like how many times can we use that word without having to be an explicit podcast? <laughs> I, we are very into scientific anatomically name usage. She's like, my vagina is swimming during the day and it has to hold its breath. And then finally at night it swims to the shore and it can breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's what's happening now. <laughs> Do your kids mind wearing underwear? <laughs> Um, no. Yeah, it's a normal thing. Yeah. Why should they? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, there's that. (laughs) I'm going to pray for us. (laughs) Thank you. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. This episode is sponsored by Kathleen Heath Sleep Consulting. She has received extensive training and offers very low prices now because she does all her consulting on the phone as a freelancer. And I used her. Yeah. Annie, (laughs) tell us about your experience with her. What did you think when I first told you? That I hired a sleep consultant. I was like, is that necessary? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just... But then I was really interested to hear how it went. Yeah, and I had a super positive experience. and Because I, like, this time period, Cecilia is nine nine months old. From, like, nine to 14 months, like, dropping that last feeding, I just feel like I really struggle with. I struggled with the first two... And I feel like I waited too long and it just blah, blah, blah. So found out about her services and I was like, I want help. And when she was telling me about what she does, she just, she pitches herself very much as like, I want to help you reach your goal. Mm. And I thought that was great. And she is like a holistic coach, meaning like she's collecting data about everything and what they eat and where they're sleeping and what they're drinking and when just like, all of those things um, 
Yeah, so I got to chat with her on the phone, and it was really helpful. And she 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 gathered all this information from me. She actually sent me like a ton of really helpful PDFs on like nap transitions, how many naps taking per day depending on the month like all those charts that are just mm-hmm. really helpful to glance at if you're unsure and like going through a transition mm-hmm. yeah and she's a catholic mom of four her email is in the show notes and she'll actually give you 10 percent off now through the end of october if you mention laughs and littles okay so today we're talking about transitioning from one to two kids and we hope that all of the tips that we have and the stories we share will help you take care of yourself well as you approach that transition or go through it. Um, and then we'll also lay the base for a lifetime of sibling friendship, sibling bonding. I feel like Annie is really more focused, <laughs> has a lot more helpful tips on that part. And I was, I was like realizing I only think about myself. <laughs> I'm about to How have can I baby. sleep and rest? No, How good. will I get through this? <laughs> That's good. They also, we are a perfect combination. Yeah. The bonding, because it really is so much just like personality. My first two were much less connected than my second and my third child. And I think it's just a part of Clara's personality, not like anything that I did or didn't do, because obviously I was super conscientious of it. Um, she was just like not she would acknowledge him but she was not interested and even now sometimes like maybe I'll be in the bathroom or something and the third one now the baby will be crying and I'll come out and like Claire's just in a zone and like has no and anyone else sees a crying baby and they're like oh and even my two-year-old now is like oh what can I do and she's like <laughs> a stone <laughs> which that's is, which, not my problem <laughs> she's doing her own thing. so you might just have a kid who doesn't doesn't connect when they're super young now she is older and she and you know paul fight and chit chat a lot but <laughs> but like as a having a two-year-old and a brand new baby they were not into each other <laughs> yeah and I think I wasn't worried about that at all because Evangeline was not even, she was 19 months. And mm-hmm. I was like, she's not even going to remember life before Zaylee. Mm-hmm. Like, she seems like a pretty easygoing kid. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sometimes there will just be tears. Mm. Yeah, this was like one of the best pieces of advice I think I ever got my friend who now has four she so she had two at the time and I was still pregnant and she told me a story she was like oh yeah like one time I was just you know nursing the baby and I was sitting in in the toddler's room and he just he cried for 20 minutes I was like what (laughs) I think that's the big thing you learn with like more and more kids or just realizing more about crazy family life is that like kids cry and it is like okay for them to cry I remember like it used to give me such anxiety close to when my firstborn would wake up from a nap I'd be like because oh, she's gonna cry and it's gonna be this like dash and now with the third one I just usually can't get to her for like three to five minutes and she's not crying she's just like chatting and saying noise yeah yeah and I think it is because she's 
learned how to wait because like from day one I couldn't pick her up the second she woke up anyway so my friend she was like oh yeah he just he cried for 20 minutes because I was nursing for 20 minutes and I was you know I was chatting with him I was trying to engage with him in his toys but you know he just cried and sometimes that happens and she said it just like that and I was like oh wow you went for 20 minutes and (laughs) (laughs) that that was unheard of for me (laughs) but yeah so no matter how hard you prep there will be tears (laughs) yeah And I think it's also like once the baby was there, it, I had like the baby had to physically be there before I realized, oh, baby's needs are actually very simple. Mm. And like my toddler's Mm -hmm. needs are not as simple, (laughs) you know, (laughs) they need the left sock put on first and and then only mom can do it. (laughs) Yeah. But like my this you know woman from church can hold the baby or like you know anyone kind of can hold the baby can can be like a pair of hands for Mm -hmm. eight minutes but like Mm -hmm. that toddler so yeah that was like a kind of mind shift right because you think of it being like the baby's sleeping and don't hurt the baby and it's like well you know the baby's actually probably going to be fine Mm -hmm. and like this kid right here is going to make your day terrible if you don't <laughs> do this for five minutes. Oh. I also really dreaded when they would both be crying at the same time. Like when I mm. was like finally on my own again and like had them both. I was just imagining mm. like there's going to be so much crying. It's going to be so loud and so <laughs> overwhelming. And I think because I had that in my mind, it happened way less than I mm. feared. Or maybe I've just like blocked mm-hmm. it all out. But like... <laughs> My memory now is like I remember this one day where we got home from a park and every you know they were all crying and I was like oh this is it this is that moment where it's happening like yeah and it's really it's really overwhelming but like it wasn't happening before like it's just happening now and I'm still alive. Yes I remember when you went on your road trip last year and you were preparing for it and I was like it's okay like the the worst of it they will probably cry for like 20 minutes and you texted me you were like it's been way more than 20 minutes like oh sorry but like very rarely did that we're all three crying at the same time oh, in the yes. car yeah yes. but it was like yeah kiara yes. sorry like we gotta we gotta keep driving <laughs> so per- just yeah just imagine everyone crying all the time and you'll be pleasantly surprised yeah. <laughs> that it's not that way i remember looking at evangeline just kind of being conscious of like, you are my, you are my big kid. Like you're not, I mean, you're my baby. You're always like my firstborn baby, but like you're about to become a big sister and mm-hmm. just kind of having these like really good afternoons with her where I was really present. Cause I knew like this big change mm-hmm. is about to come and I want to like, and try to soak up this quality soak time with in. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Okay. You also like, set things up physically beforehand (laughs) okay to be fair also I had all my kids between like 37 and 38 that's true you got away I feel like I have to be ready um yes so I installed Cecilia's car seat four weeks before she was born (laughs) and people would actually get really taken aback because Clara would put like a baby doll in the car seat and so so people would open the door or I would open the door and be like oh gosh 
<laughs> Did I leave a baby in here? <laughs> okay, but yeah, so I put it into A, made sure all three fit in the back of our car because we don't mm-hmm. have a van. <laughs> so they all had to fit in the correct way. And because then I had to move the kids where each of them were sitting. And the first like three car rides, Paul just like wailed the whole time that he was in a new spot. And I was like, I'm really glad that I did this not on a, like our first drive to church together. Or like the drive home <laughs> from the hospital. From the hospital. <laughs> no, but but that was one of my very last like things. Like as I was going right. into labor, right before I went into labor, I made Chris rearrange the car seats and put her car seat in the car. That's and right. Then you labor were, started. You were at the beginning of labor. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you got the car seat in, then you can relax. Yeah. But I knew they all fit. Like I had done that months ago. I just okay, yeah. didn't want it in the car. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. When you Google transitioning one to two, which I did a lot years ago, they always talk about buying presents. <laughs> Have you seen those? No. No. Yeah, you're Didn't supposed to. Because I never Googled it. <laughs> never thought about it. <laughs> How can I nap? No, it's always, it's always like buy the baby a present. And like if this is your thing, if gifts are important to you, if they're important to, to your kids, great. I don't feel like it was helpful for me. But I did, someone did give me like the older sibling book, which I felt like was really sweet, especially when it's like an older sister and a younger baby brother. So I thought that was cute. Yeah, never thought about buying Evangeline a present. <laughs> no, no, no. Like like Evangeline buying a present for Zaylee. Like getting a present for the baby. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like you it's like, yeah, we're disrupting the family and like there's this new baby and everything's crazy. So here's a present for you, older kid. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like you go shopping with your older kid and buy like a pacifier. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> that's cute like i can see doing that yeah no it's totally it totally can especially it's if it's like, something you're already gonna buy <laughs> like a pacifier. yeah totally <laughs> it's just like it's not a you know if you're like stressed about this and you feel like you don't want to do that then don't do it oh yeah 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 you could ask your toddler to like scribble on a piece of paper and give that to the baby <laughs> yeah you could like you know I don't know if they would understand it quite as well if they were like two or two and a half. They'd probably understand the pacifier <laughs> better. Um, but have you heard of push presents? Like a long time ago, and I don't remember what that is. So it's like you have pushed the baby out, so you get a present. <laughs> I don't know. The mom? Yeah, the mom. Because <laughs> it's all about me. What do you need? Uh, other than anything food. I actually want. <laughs> Like, it's just who gives this present to you, Chris, your husband. Oh, it's like you did this work of pushing out this baby, and here's a present. So, yeah, I can't Mm. remember where I heard about this, but I was like, Chris, this is a thing, (laughs) and I really want this Kate Spade watch. So, Mm. can I have it? (laughs) He was like, What? (laughs) I was like, Ah, I think I'm just gonna buy it for myself (laughs) with our joint money. Yeah, (laughs) that's already ours. My Kate Spade wallet broke two days ago. Sad. I was so mad. And you know what? The handle for it, because the zipper broke. And you know what? We looked in the inside, and it was plastic. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, it was like six years old. But I was like, it should last my whole life. Because <laughs> it's from Kate Spade. 
Hmm. Anyway, did you get the watch? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Because <laughs> you did all that work. It was great. That was like one of my first you. outings with Evangeline. Mm-hmm. Was put her in the ergo, went to Macy's, mm-hmm. bought myself a watch. <laughs> cool mom. <laughs> oh. All right, so making the plans. This was very helpful to me because when I had my first and my second, I was teaching, working full-time, and I kept having nightmares about like being in the hospital, typing on my computer, not having my sub plans ready. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so for me, it was helpful. I finally just like submitted to who I was and I was like, I'm just going to do it <laughs> and type out massive instructions for my substitute and my mom. And it helped me. I remember and like nap time schedule, bedtime routine. I remember seeing your written out instructions for your mom when you had Kiara, which you sent to me because your mom couldn't get there in time. And you were like, sorry, it's so long. And I was like, oh, this is like one page. (laughs) (laughs) This is no problem. (laughs) And a lot of it was like, you could do this, but like, it's okay if you don't. (laughs) Like, (laughs) It takes writing all it out to realize like, oh my gosh, I do all this stuff. Like, without thinking about it. And so much of it is just, like, particular toddler things. <laughs> you would have to pay someone, like, $400 a day to do all the things, like, that you do and to train them. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, making plans. So, for me, going from one to two was this trifecta of transitions because mm. I was going to have two babies under two. I was going to leave work like stop working and make that transition to like being a stay-at-home mom and then we were also preparing to move out of state like Mm -hmm. two months two and a half months after Zaylee's birth Mm -hmm. um so I it actually kind of helped because I was like okay this is just this is just big this is really big and I have to prepare for it and I was seeing a spiritual director through my pregnancy, which was so great because it Mm -hmm. just gave me time to like pause from work, from Evangeline and like think about my own soul Mm -hmm. and what I needed to do to prepare well um, for all these transitions coming up and then like Mm -hmm. kind of like how it was going to be afterward I don't know so she just gave me good things to think about like hangouts I wanted to have with colleagues before the baby came that I was Mm. like yes that's exactly what I would need to do like that would be so helpful and then also like Zaylee's due date was good Friday so all Mm. through Lent it felt like you know this birth is coming at the end of Lent it will be (laughs) Easter season so like how do I Lent well (laughs) I don't know um but yeah so like the making plans I think can be like a range of things. Like it can be like the taking care of your soul, taking care of your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Or the very concrete, like here is how you take care of my kids Mm -hmm. when I am not available. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to think through all of that. Okay. So for being in the hospital, Mm. actually when I had Paul, so my second, I had a picture in the delivery room, like, of me pregnant with, you know, so, like, the four of us. Um, 
But I don't think she noticed it when she came into the hospital because she was two. But when I had Cecilia, I actually had a really big like 8 by 10 photo of Paul and Clara. And they both noticed that when I had Cecilia. And all the nurses noticed it and then were more inclined to note that I knew a little bit more of what I was doing. <laughs> but, okay, so I don't think I ever knew that the photo was also for Clara and Paul. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just for the nurses to... I mean, you hope it's for everyone. You, you just throw up the coins see where it lands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, so it's to be like, I remember you, like, look, you are also important. Yes, I'm thinking about you. Look okay. at this big photo of your face. <laughs> I see. <sighs> Again, never thought to do that. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. When I think about the hospital the second time around, I think about, um, like that you just have more experience under your belt. Like you've gone through labor before, you've had a baby before. And so now you have some idea of like what it's like for you and your Mm -hmm. body. And depending on how your first experience went, you kind of can know like, okay, this is what I really like hope to happen this second time around or whatever, like epidural, go for it. Or like natural birth, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I am all about postpartuming like a boss. I feel like we should do a whole episode on it. But my goal is to be in bed for two weeks pretty much after birth. Yeah. Like I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I want to do like as little as I can with the big kid also. Mm -hmm. So asking for help I think is just huge. Like – with the transition from one to two, I think it forced me to like learn even more how to ask for help and like mm-hmm. to take whatever help I could get. And you um, really asked for help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I want this like I want this golden two weeks. So whatever mm-hmm. I have to do to make that happen. Like, yeah, I'm happy no for shame. family to it's come great. right away. <laughs> yeah. And I will just beg friends to take the older kids because... <laughs> There was like a week gap where I was like, I am not ready to take, like, to be at the helm of this ship. Mm-hmm. I am not ready this week. Like, we need help. And I, yeah, Annie, you should tell the story. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, you emailed us all, our, our community here, with a sign-up sheet. <laughs> Genius. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I'd never seen this side of you too. I feel like until this until this time, <laughs> this is how Sarah postpartums. Um, a sign up sheet of when we could all take your kids, and it and it was like three to four hour chunks. Yes, yeah, it was a lot. And- <laughs> oh, and Zaylee was like fifty percent potty trained, and I just sent her in underwear and pants. <laughs> she had so many accidents. <laughs> She very specifically needed to be held or not held a certain way. Thankfully, we'd all been around her, so we knew what to do. <laughs> Poor Daily. Oh my goodness! But yeah, I was so I was very impressed. I thought that was great. Yeah, you were just like, I, and you and you said you were like, meals would be great. I would love that. I would 
much rather <laughs> have you sign up. <laughs> yes. Um, I do feel some shame and guilt about that because <laughs> I did not thank people enough. Like I should have, I should have like written personal thank you. Oh I should have like no. figured out a way to thank people. And definitely I should have sent Zalian a pull up. But <laughs> like, but would I do it again? Yes. Yeah. I would definitely do yes. it again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you need to send individual thank you cards. And I love thank you cards. I don't okay. know. I think thank that's you. fine. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I think yeah, it's just I feel so like, obvious. Like when you're helping one, someone that much, you're like, yeah, they hardcore appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew. Your sexuality is good, holy, and beautiful. If that doesn't feel true, you're in the right place. We believe Jesus knows your sexual brokenness and is inviting you to wholeness. We hope to bring you that invitation every week as we explore topics from friendship to fantasy, loneliness to lust, and more. We are dedicated to helping you connect your struggle to your story and your story to God, because every bit of you is sacred by design. <laughs> yeah and um, and so for me the the like two week golden thing that's like mm-hmm. your husband's day like, drinking don't care yeah, your husband yeah the husband's day drinking don't care the kids that are eating cheetos off the ground the don't care you sent me i know we need to link to that blog yeah. i don't even know if it's still a blog anymore but it's just like the best thing ever um but it's like for you for me to like physically recover mm-hmm and rest because you're exhausted right Mm -hmm. but um I think even more so for me it's like emotional rest of Mm -hmm. like I have been working for nine months Mm. on this project Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) on this human and like this person is here now in my life my body just went through this huge thing but like just kind of wrapping my head around that transition and just Mm -hmm. like having time to Mm. snuggle with the baby just mm-hmm. like netflix binge something on netflix and just mm-hmm. snuggle with the baby i think with zaley i was like yeah i am like into this baby stage <laughs> a lot like with evangeline it was all just so new and overwhelming but with zaley i was like this isn't as new i've like done this mm-hmm. before so i can enjoy it more and i want to like savor it mm-hmm. and um yeah Mm. So I just had had people take Evange and watch her. And and there I got really lucky because people offered. I was mm-hmm. still in Santa Cruz. I didn't know to like really ask for help. But just mm-hmm. older, like a mom with four kids reached out and was like, we'd love to take Evangeline for a mm. play date. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then a mom with like grown kids from church. She was like, I have all these toys at my house. Like mm. just drop Evangeline off for like a whole morning. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Um, and then yeah. no one will have to talk to me <laughs> all morning. Yes. Oh, yes. I was like, the baby's so quiet. No one's talking. We're just watching TV together. And it's, it's wonderful. Well, because, like, yeah, like, you go into labor, and it's this huge high. And you have mm. to, like, come down from that high and then, like, get ready for what is to come the next six yeah. months. It is, like, yeah, yeah rest and recover prep for this newborn stage 
And I think I just know, like, I am going to be a better mom if I have this time. Like, Mm -hmm. I will be able to reemerge and I will be strong and I'll be ready to take it all on. But I know myself and I know I need, like, that much buffer time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember your mom, because she stayed with us after (laughs) Cecilia was born, and Uh she was like, oh, Annie was vacuuming today. And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) What? Why on earth would you have the impulse to vacuum? I don't remember that. I (laughs) don't remember that. It must have been a very small vacuuming. Okay. (laughs) Or maybe to get her to sleep. Because I do remember sitting in my recliner chair a lot the first two weeks. And I had family there for almost the full two weeks. Yeah. And it was great. <laughs> probably just I my rug. You, you I know remember my you rug telling me, though. <laughs> what? It's probably just my rug that I was vacuuming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, if you sit down for too long, you get butt cramps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, you can get up and go to the bathroom and, like, walk back. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and then when Zaylee was a few months old and we were settled in um, in Indiana, Notre Dame, that's when I, I don't know, I just feel like I got, well, I, I met people there who were also had two kids, mm-hmm. like fairly new two kids or like one kid with the second on the way. Mm-hmm. And they, they were willing, they like initiated like, hey, what if we swap where like, you watch my kids one morning and then like mm. I'll watch your kids and you get a free morning. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. like, yes, because that's I really need a free morning and this is the only way I'm going to get it. So like mm-hmm. I will I will do this, you know, mm-hmm. um, just the need for alone time became that much more heightened with two. And mm-hmm. I was like, OK, I got to get creative about how I'm going to. Yes. Get this. Yeah. Parenting makes forces you to be creative. I think that's why we're so tired. <laughs> we're using a lot of creative energy (laughs) so some yeah it's like a toss-up of like sometimes you just need to rest and be with the baby especially in the very beginning but then also sometimes your big kid or big kids need you more than the baby Mm -hmm. and I remember this didn't happen until I had had Cecilia my third but this was, I don't know, this was a very impactful moment for me when, I mean, my kids, my big kids wake up angry most of the time. They're just not, they take 10 minutes to transition. Cecilia wakes up super happy, probably because she's got that time to chill out in her bed for five <laughs> minutes and talk to herself <laughs> and, <laughs> and moan. But he was, Paul was waking up from a nap and he needs that five, 10 minutes and to transition and he you know sits with me and drinks milk and we read a book and Cecilia had just woken up and was crying and she had just woken up from a decent nap so I knew that she was probably hungry it wasn't you know like she needed to go back to sleep or anything um yeah so Cecilia had woken up and was crying and I was like I am going to let her cry this extra five six minutes and help him transition because if I don't I know he will be upset for the next hour and like he will he will be really hard 
to deal with and this will just be a sad time for everyone and you you sometimes have to choose Mm -hmm. it's like the lost sheep like you have to go with whoever actually needs you more and you just have to like figure out but I think knowing like it's not default the baby needs you more just because mm-hmm. the baby's smaller. You have yeah. to like pick and choose depending on the situation. Yeah. And she was fine. And then after the six minutes, I got up and fed her and she was okay. Like mm-hmm. instantly happy again. Yeah. Where if I had done, <laughs> it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> the extra six minutes changed the whole afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. The whole afternoon. I had a friend tell me, um, she was like, remember, your big kid is still really little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, like that is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Because compared to a newborn, your oldest seems like such a big kid. They're and huge. like for me, <laughs> Evangeline was 19 months old. Like yeah. now I'm like, that's such a baby. Yeah. But at the time she was my oldest. She was all I knew. And I was like, she's very verbal. Like I could mm-hmm. communicate with her really well. Um, so I was like, look at you. You can sleep by yourself. You can walk. You can talk. <laughs> Shouldn't like, you be able to do everything? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why do you need me so much? <laughs> Figure it out, Evangeline. <laughs> 19 months on the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're still so little. And so, and they're like more exhausting in some ways, in a lot of ways to help. <laughs> um, oh, Yeah. So I think, yeah, for me to have that mind shift of like, okay, I need, I know I will need to have extra patience with my big kid. They are not as capable as I want them to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I had a friend who her midwife showed her her placenta Mm -hmm. after she delivered and she gently reminded her, she was like, just so you know, you have a scan. I mean, and it's big, you know, that's like. I don't know. What is that equivalent it's to? Big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a pillow. <laughs> she was like, this is how big your scab is. You have an internal scab this big. It takes time to heal. Which I think goes back to the like resting for two weeks, <laughs> not vacuuming. Because <laughs> um, you just because you can't see it. Like you have a huge scab mm-hmm. inside of you. Yeah. And... And I will say, like, when I think of rest or, like, listening to your body, yeah, you, like, the two weeks that I like to do of, like, lounging. But then, like, it really helps me postpartum of, like, feeling like myself again and hormone balance and, like, whatever to exercise. So I'm always trying to feel out, like, mm-hmm. am I ready to start exercising again? Because I know that will help me so much. And it was with, it was after Zaylee was born that... I was like, I need to do this alone. <laughs> like, this is not something I do <laughs> with the kids anymore. Like, we had a double stroller at that point. Someone gave us a double stroller. But I was like, I'm not going to go jogging with a double stroller. Anyway, it was like part of my, like, knowing myself, <laughs> listening to my body that I was like, I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, Evangeline goes to bed at 7. I'm just going to hand Zaylee to Chris and, like, run out the door while it's Mm. still light and go like do a few (laughs) laps around the track and like I make it like two laps you know and then Mm -hmm. I walk home but it's like I needed to do that that like helped me so much see and that sounds insane to me because I didn't start working out to like four or six months postpartum with any of them which is just what I wanted to do but 
you it brings you great joy. this is where you are the super intense one and I'm like whoa you were working out at four weeks <laughs> but you were fine and you did so well and yeah. I was like I've stopped bleeding yeah. I think it's because I rest so hard in the beginning yes, that yeah. I'm like I'm like bored or like you know my body mm-hmm. like needs to get going again yeah mm-hmm. yeah you do great you do great with that well to wrap up today can you tell me something that made you laugh today? So Kiara is, she's 15 months now. She's moving into the like more challenging early toddler <laughs> stage, less the like, oh, you're just so adorable toddling around, <laughs> like so easy and don't have opinions stage. <laughs> but I was also starting to see like, oh, yes, there are super cute things about this stage too that mm-hmm. I need to just grab hold of anyway she will if you say like give me a kiss she will put her like cheek on your cheek and make this clicking sound with her tongue so she goes oh and gives you kisses and it's so (laughs) cute that makes everything better yeah yeah cracks me up and evangeline does it with her too oh yeah that's so sweet we hope you have a great week with lots of laughs with your littles.